Amen. If you got your Bibles, go to Mark 8, 22. I want to talk to you today about when society begs Jesus to touch his church. When society begs Jesus to touch his church. How many know we need God to touch his church again? Amen. We need the Lord to touch his church. That's you and that's me. If you didn't know, that's us, right? We need God to touch us again because I think oftentimes in societies and where we're at, we preached last week on the difficult on America, where we're at as a nation that's uh, a once great nation that's becoming a falling falling empire. Uh, if we don't get a hold of it quickly, that we will just be a bygone and be uh, like the rest of uh, great nations throughout history. And I've continued to study and look at those, and there's far more than you would think if you go back and start studying the, the nations that have fallen and the judgment that God has brought. Uh, it's, just, it's just amazing what God does and, and to nations who turn their back on God. Well, it, society that we're in today, the church uh, can begin to lose focus and begin to lose uh, its priority and it can begin to take on the spirit of the age and become very self-focused and self-consumed and we can get to a place where we lose the vision of God, where we lose the focus of why we were left in the earth, right? If, if, if we had not, we were left here for a purpose, correct? You didn't get just get saved. If you didn't have a purpose, Daniel, then we might as well just get taken out of here. We could get raptured like Elijah. We could just uh, go under baptismal waters and just take us out, whatever. I mean, you know, we wouldn't need to, but God has left us here and he's connected us with the body. He's put us in the church for a reason and it's to take the gospel. He has commissioned and called all of us to go into the world and to reach people outside of these walls with the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news of Jesus Christ. And so uh, we, we but, but, but it seems we've lost our focus and I want to look at a place today where I believe God will show us some things out of the scripture and maybe bring us back back, hopefully, to a correct vision. And I believe that might be what he's done with coronavirus and some other things. He's trying to get us out of town into a place alone with him so that he can, he can, he can remind us of what our focus is. So let me pray. If you got your Bibles, go to Mark 8 and let's go to the Lord and uh, let's hear what he has to say to us today. Father, we love you. We thank you so much, God, for the word of God. Thank you for the way people worshiped here in this house today, God. Lord, we love you. We're so grateful to be able to come together and worship you, God. We are grateful to be here. We are grateful to be in your house. We are grateful to come together, Lord, and to, uh, to be with people. We're grateful to uh, have a body that we can love and hug and touch and, 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 and pray with and just uh, be together, Lord. We're so grateful for that, Father. And I just pray that you would speak to our hearts today, that you would just change our lives through the Word of God today. I pray that you would show us some things out of the Scripture here that you want to say to us in uh, this day and age in which we're living, God. I pray that you would just uh, anoint me, and God, let it be your words today and not my own. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said amen. amen. Mark eight twenty two. if you've got your Bibles, and we're going to read down and look at uh, through verse 26. Just real short and real simple message today. It says, And he cometh to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him, and besought him to touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand, and he led him out of town. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands upon him, he asked him if he saw, uh, if he saw aught. And he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. 
After that, he put his hands up again upon his eyes and made him look up and he was restored and saw every man clearly. And he sent him away to his house saying, neither go unto the town nor tell it to any in the town, he says. Now, Bethsaida is a, is a place that means hunting or fishing. It's a, it, that, that's what the town, it's house of hunting. House of the hunt, house of hunting, house of fishing. And the people were engaged in this city or this town in a type of work that benefited all of society around them. And it's a type of the church today that we're engaged in a type of the work of God where we go into the society or we go into this book and we come out with something that we want to strengthen our society with. We want to reach out and nourish our society and help our society around. And the people brought this man to Jesus, uh, the Bible tells us, in this place. Uh, And the people brought him to them. And we can assume that the man became blind while living in this place because he begins to talk about later how he describes when men as trees. So it's as though he's seen trees before and it's as though he has seen people before because he's kind of knows what they are even before he has his eyesight back. So maybe he lost his sight in this place. Uh, We don't really know. But we can assume that maybe he had vision at one time and now he's lost that sight and became blind because he already knew what men looked like. He knew this looked like trees and not like men. And so uh, it's a scene that reminds me of the last days where men's hearts, the Bible says, will will begin to grow cold. And it tells us in Matthew 24 and 12, it says, and because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow grow cold. In other words, the love in the heart for people will begin to grow cold uh, towards society, that we'll no longer care for the people outside of these walls. We'll no longer care for the neighbor next door. We'll no longer care for the alcoholic and the drug addict. We'll no longer care for the people that are, uh, that are riding in our streets. We'll no longer care for the people around us. And, and we'll begin to lose sight. They may even begin not to look like people to us anymore. Maybe at one time when you got saved, you were tender towards the people people of God and you were awakened and you began to realize that God loves all men and you began to say, you know what? I've got to tell somebody. If you were like me in 1994, you can ask my wife. It went crazy. I love politics and man, I'd run things off on the copy machine and I was telling you to who to vote for and what to do. And all of a sudden, man, my eyes were open to the vision of God. And I saw people outside that no longer look like trees, but they look like people. And I said, man, these people are created in the image of God and they're lost and they're going to hell and somebody's got to tell them. And rather than running off stuff about politicians now, I began to run stuff off about the the God of creation who loved them. I began to run stuff off about the exclusivity of Jesus Christ. I began to tell people I couldn't get enough to tell people tracks and this and that and share as much as I could about the God that loves this world and calls all men, whosoever they are, to come to the table and to die with him and to love him and to grow with him and to know him. But what begins to happen, it says in the last days of society is because of lawlessness. And we've got lawlessness breaking out everywhere because it abounds. The love of many begins to wax cold. And when that begins to happen, we begin to draw back from society.
society. We begin to preserve ourselves. We begin to go into our little cocoons. We begin to go into our little houses of isolation and say, you know what? I'm not going out there. I'm not going into society. You might get your head knocked off. You might get killed. No, I'm going to stay in here and I'm going to protect my four and no more. And I'm going to get my food and I'm going to get my, uh, my guns and I'm going to sit them in my lap and I'm just going to wait on somebody to come and dare them to come into my house, right? Rather than seeing men the way God sees them. Rather than running to the need, we grow, uh, we grow cold. We begin to grow uh, inward. We begin to say, we begin to preserve ourselves. It becomes all about us. It becomes all, the focus in the church becomes all about us. It becomes just about what goes on inside of here rather than what goes on inside out there. It's no longer about reaching the lost. It's about protecting ourselves. It's about nurturing ourselves and preserving ourselves and keeping our own joy alive, right? And we draw back and, and, and the work of God about winning the lost and nurturing people begins to grow cold and we end up preserving ourselves. And then we become blind to our purpose in the earth. We no longer can see our way and understand why God left us in the world. And we start looking out for our own comforts for ourselves. We begin to be blind to the purposes of God. And the passage right here speaks of the danger of losing our sight uh, is what it's talking about in moments where God. But, but, but I'm glad to tell you there's moments in this passage. Prove it that there's moments when God will visit his people again. There's moments when God comes and he came through this town when they had lost sight. This man had had lost sight. The people are bringing him. The people are bringing him. Touch your people. Touch your church. And there, there's, this, there's this collective groan and cry. And I believe it's beginning to come out of the hearts of people whether they know it or not. It's just like in the days of Jonah. You remember in Jonah, the shipmaster, what did he begin to do? He began to go get Jonah and be, begin to say, call on your God. Oh, you sleeper, wake up. Call on your God. Will you not wake up? I believe there's this cry in society that's saying, we don't know where to go from here. We don't know how to get there. You're the ones who are supposed to have sight. You're the ones who's supposed to be showing us where God is. You're supposed to be telling us where, where to go from here. And yet you're blind. You're pulled back. You're not showing us the way. And I believe there begins to be this cry, whether they know it or not, that just comes out of their heart that says, Jesus, touch your church again. Jesus, please touch your church again. Please do something because we don't know what to do in our marriages anymore. We don't know what to do about our jobs anymore. We don't know what to do about the, the, the streets being uh, turned into war zones outside of our doors. We don't know what's going on. And, and so society is telling itself is bringing the church, I believe, with their cries, bringing the church again to Jesus Christ and saying, we're begging you, give your people vision again. Again. Give your people eyes to see again the need all around them, to touch the need in the streets, to touch the people all around them. Call unto your God. That's what he said. We're perishing, Jonah. Call unto your God. Christian, call unto your God. Call unto your God. We're dying out here. We're dying. There's more passion coming out of the Buddhists. There's more passion coming out of Islam than's coming out of the church of the living God. Call on your God. Awake, O oh sleeper, and call on your God. We're perishing all around you. 
And so they bring this man to Jesus. Would you please touch him? He's blind. Would you give him sight for, their, for, for, for his sake and for ours? Would you touch him? And, and, and so it says in verse 23, so he took the blind man by the hand and he led him out of town. And what that tells me is he led him away from all that's causing the loss of vision. He took him away from all of this. I believe that's what COVID-19 has been about. Taking us away from all this law that's caused us to lose vision in our world. Maybe your job has caused you to lose. Maybe the good economic times have caused you to lose vision. Maybe your 401k, that's all you're worried about is watching it climb the ladder more than you're worried about the vision that God has for this world outside of here. And they, so Jesus takes this man once society brings them, the man to him and says, give him his sight back. He takes him by the hand and he leads him to a place of isolation. He begins to take him to a place that is very unfamiliar and to become aware of the condition and, 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 and to see his own value in the sight of God. It's a place where Jesus comes and takes him and gives him his full attention. He gives him his full attention. And I believe that's what God's been trying to do with us is to lead you somewhere unfamiliar and we're going kicking and screaming sadly and He wants to give you His full attention. He wants, he wants to, for you to see your value in the sight of God. He wants you to see that. He wants to take us to an unfamiliar place aware uh, where we can become aware of the full focus of God's attention again. We can become aware of God in our lives and, 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 and because we come to a point in our nation where all we care about is the building and the trees and we don't pay attention to the people that are passing by. You'll go on vacation and all we'll hear about, boy, Mount Rushmore was beautiful. Boy, the, 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 the buildings in New York are grand. And boy, this and that. And we rarely hear people talk about the people. We've lost sight of the people. It's all about buildings and it's all about all these other things. And we don't care about the ones passing by. They look like trees to us now. We've lost our focus. We've lost uh, and we've become less and less aware of those around us. And, 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 and so God takes us away. He wants him. He wants us to become fully in focus with him again and to recognize how much he cares for us and how much he loves us. And so that we'll begin to see the purpose in our life because a lot of us have lost that purpose. We've lost the purpose for why we exist. At one time we knew God left us here to win the loss, but all the sudden I can't see that anymore I can't see how God would use my life now I'm just getting older and I can't see I used to could do but I don't see how God can use me anymore well I'm too young well I don't have enough money well I don't have this and all of a sudden we began to lose our focus of how God can use us as a testimony in the earth this is my testimony God's left you here to be a testimony of him of Him, of His purposes, of His goodness. But somewhere I cease to believe God could use my life to make a difference and I'm just going through the motions. And if we are children of God, then our eyes have to be really open to what really matters again. And I believe that's what God is wanting to do in this last days. Only God has the power to touch us and give us that kind of vision. And I believe He wants to touch His church. I believe He wants to awaken us. I believe He wants to take us by the hand. I believe He wants 
wants to take us by the hand out of town where we, he has our full, we have his full attention and full focus so that he can restore our vision one more time again. And then he does something very unusual when he takes him out of town. Listen to what it says. It says that he spit on his eyes and put his hands on him and he asked him if he saw anything. And I believe what he's saying is this. That which comes from the mouth of God has the power to renew your vision. And so he's spitting his eyes. He's taking you away in COVID. Get off the internet and quit looking at all the foolishness and get into the Word of God. Let Him spit into your eyes and let Him, let him give you renewed vision. He wants to take you alone. He wants to take you away. He wants to put, He wants to give you vision, a renewed vision so you don't see society around you. Back to the work of God. Back to the calling of God. Back to the fact that God has His focus and attention on the church to do the work of God in the earth. And so He spit the Bible says, and I of his mouth God has the power to renew our vision so that we can so let him continue to speak to you right now let him renew your vision and then the Bible says something else he put his hands on him and that speaks of a new heart to go with those new eyes not only do you, you can't just have new eyes and then try to run for the vision. You gotta have a heart to go. You gotta have a heart for the work of God. We see now men, but I need a heart to love them. For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son. God loves these people, irrespective of what you think. God loves the homosexual deeply. God loves the wayward, backslidden son or daughter deeply. God loves this world so much. He loves the drug addict. He loves the child molester. He loves the gossip. He loves the slander. He loves the religious hypocrite. He loves everybody in this world and He wants to save them. So be careful with your tongues now about how we talk against each other when God loves the whole world. Amen. And so he put his hands on him and he said, I need you to have the heart to go with what you see. And he's saying this too, by my power within you now, by my Holy Spirit, you will go out of this place where I've led you to, off away, bringing you back into focus with my heart on the things of God, renewing your vision, causing you to hear my words and give you renewed sight again. And I'll lay my hands on you and I'll put the Holy Spirit within you and I'll give you a heart to go back outside of these walls again and to touch the world for Jesus Christ. And he asked him, what do you see now? And he looked up and said, I see men like trees walking. And what he's saying there is I see people to the extent that I can see them unless God helps me to see them differently. And that's the problem with some of us. God, I need you to touch my eyes again. Because I can only see 
people to the extent that I can see them. You've got to touch me. You've got to touch my eyes. I'm seeing them, but I'm seeing them as trees. I just see them as objects when I preach. I don't have a love for them. I just see them as somebody to deliver a sermon to. No, dear God, touch my eyes. Lead me out of town. Put your word back inside of me. Renew my eyes and give me a lay your hands on me. Give me a heart that, that will go along with those eyes and cause me to love the way that you love. Amen. And so he said, and he looked, and, and what do you see? He looked up and he said, I see men as trees walking. And the Bible says in verse 25, then he put his hands on his eyes again and made him look up. Look above the trees. Look above the people and even look above yourself. And look above all these things. And look up and understand why I'm touching you and see the purpose of why I'm leaving you here to be a visible testimony of the passion of the heart of God that God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. I'm giving you vision because I love the world. I'm giving you vision because I want to reach the harvest. I'm giving you vision, church, because I care about every soul outside of this kingdom. And there's value you in every soul so I'm going to touch your eyes again I'm going to cause you to look up and see my heart and my purposes and why I'm doing this and why I'm leaving you here I created every soul and I love them and I want you to look up and I want you to see my heart for humanity oh God give us the heart of God Oh God, let us look up and see your heart because all we do, it's just we're looking around at all our opinions and all our this and all of that. Cause us to look up now, God, and see your heart for humanity. And he touched his eyes again, made him look up, and he was restored and he saw everyone clearly. I got your heart now. I can see Daniel's not a tree. He's a man that God loves. Amen. Caleb's not a tree. He's a man that God loves. Tara's not a tree. She's a woman that God loves. I see them now as I see them. I don't see trees. I don't see buildings anymore. I see what you see, God. I see the value of every soul. And perfect love now is casting out fear. And I'm not going to stay quarantined in my home. I'm going to run to the need. I'm going to come outside of my doors. I'm going to come outside of my families. I'm going to go into dangerous places because there's a need there. And I see the love of God that moves and compels me to move towards that need to tell them that there's a God that loves them and cares for them. And the Bible says that then he sent the man away to his house saying, neither go into this town nor tell anyone in that town. That has baffled commentary people, that verse or that part of scripture. But I heard Carter Conlon tell something and it just made such, such sense about this verse. And he said, if this man had gone immediately to that place and began to talk about uh, Jesus, all he would have been focused on is the healing. 
He would have just been focused on the healing. Then everybody would have come to Jesus for the healing, for the miracle, for the loaves. And so I believe Jesus is telling him, hey, just wait a little bit. Wait till it settles in. Wait until you see like I see and you understand the incredible value of every soul. He wasn't saying never go into town. He was just saying, just wait a minute. Wait till you have your clear vision. Wait till you can go back in and see people the way that I see them because you're uh, called your people to see the way that I see. That's what God is ultimately saying here. Open the eyes to those who once fished and once hunted and once brought provision to us, but somewhere across the line they lost their sight. That's what the people are crying out and that's what they've got to see, folks. That's what they've got to see. And we've got churches uh, to the place where we, we're, we're, if people who can't see come in these doors, I don't know that anybody sees them. And I believe that's why God's leading us outside. I believe that's why God's leading us away right now. I believe that's why God wants to touch his church first. And I don't believe it's about COVID and all these other things. I think he's taking us out of town. I think he's bring and he's going to bring us back and he's going to give us vision to see and to touch the lost outside of these walls. But our, the priority of God has to come back into focus and back into vision so that we can see and touch the way that God touches. It's about people and it's about the work of God in the earth now. Amen. It's about the glory of God and the souls of men. Let me pray and then we'll close out. Father, we love you. We thank you, God, for this just short word, God, that I believe you wanted to speak to our hearts today, God. Just a simple word that people can go home and, God, they can go back and read, God. They can go back and just look into your word and they can begin to just see, God, just the simple truths that come out of your scripture. Lord, a people, a people in a town that, that, that once supplied hunting and fishing and uh, uh, to, to their town and towns outside, all of a sudden, God, the, 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 the loss of love begins to move and all of a sudden they bring, God, this man, they bring this man to Jesus. They, 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 there's a cry that begins to come. He needs to see, give him sight. And Lord, you take this man, who I believe could be a type maybe of the church, God, and you take him outside of everything that's caused him to lose vision. And God, you restore his sight. And God, after you touch him, God, after you, after you, after you spit, God, uh, in his eyes there, and Lord, out of your mouth comes something to renew his vision, God. You touch his heart, God, and you'll awaken something inside to go along with that word that gives him a heart to, 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 to go along with the sight. Oh, Jesus, thank you for this. Thank you for this, Lord. And then, Lord, when he comes back and goes into town, God, he comes back, God, it settles down inside of him the work of God, the purpose of God, that, God, you love the world. You love the world and you desire your church, God, to go out and touch the masses, God, to take the good news of the gospel to the furthest parts of the earth, Lord. And we just thank you for that. Lord, that ought to be the cry of our heart now, Lord, is touch us. Touch us, Lord, and, and just transform us by your power, Lord, in these last days. God, we give you the praise and we give you the honor and we give you the glory. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah, amen and amen.